Let's talk about debt, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about debt. Well, here we are, Cindy. We're back with the Life After Debt podcast. So excited. And this is like a monumental one that we're filming. So I'll share a little bit about where we are and you can say why. Okay. So we are at our first annual Life After Debt, what I would call a brainstorming bash. And our whole team is here and we are actually spending three days just really talking about what we're seeing right Mm -hmm. now with the response that we're getting from people who have reached out thus far, but also just talking about what are the things that our audience wants to hear more about? What do we want to arm them with? What kind of tools do we want to bring in their toolbox? And I know for myself, I don't know about you, but it's been enlightening and this is only the first day. Yeah, it's been very enlightening, a little scary, <laughs> but very enlightening, scary. Uh, but learning, we're learning. We're learning. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's so encouraging, too, for everybody who listens and thinks that we've got it all figured out. We don't. No, we don't. (laughs) But we find such joy in continuing to learn and create. And I could not be more excited to share with you really the topic that we're talking about today with our audience. Yes. So Cindy and I have been working diligently with a few people. And one of the the hot topics that we love to speak on is called trending spending. So share with us a little and share with our listeners what we mean when we say trending spending. So trending spending is really about, I want to say first, there's no judgment in it. It's observing it. And um, I've been doing it since just November 1st, which is not long, Mm -hmm. but the trending spending is I'm looking at, and you would be looking at what is important to you to spend on. So you're more conscientious about writing down everything that you spend on a certain day Mm. and it's, you keep it simple. And so um, I'm writing down, let's say nails. Okay. They bring me a lot of joy. And so out to the side, I write nails, how much it was, and then the emoji that mm. goes along with it. I love that. There's because a I'm a visual. I am too. And and when you see it, you you start to evaluate different things about what adds value to you, what brings you joy. In other words, you know, I was driving home from getting my nails done and I love to go through Sonic and get a pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> the pretzel's so good. It is such the little things. It is, sometimes a, it is a little joy. thing, but it's what adds up. Right. It adds up. And so then I'm like, I don't need that pretzel. And I drove by. But <laughs> it's so simple, but it is the simple things. And so I'm looking at what I'm spending on. Mm-hmm. And without judgment, it's kind of like high cloud, like right. whoop, blue sky. And I'm learning so much. It's like day, what is it? Six, November 6th. Yeah. And you're I'm six days in. Six days in, which is not a lot of days. So I have to ask you a question. Is the objective to be that when you look at your journal and you see that line item of what you spent where, you want every single purchase that you made to have an emoji that is one of joy rather than just, yeah, I spent it, but it just was like, I just did it because. Why did I do that? Like, how do you process that when you're putting that emoji do you wait till the end of the night? Do you write everything down? Or do you try to keep it real time? Mm-hmm. I try to keep it real time. And before when I wouldn't save receipts, yeah, adds up, 
Um, I am saving receipts. So before when they would say, would you like a receipt? I'm like, nah. <laughs> and now I'm saying, yes, I would like that. And so you have responsibilities. You have whether your mortgage payment, you have rent, you have uh, utilities. Yeah, that's what I consider to be like your hard cost. Yeah, I have to do that. They, <laughs> they stay the same they stay every the same. single month. So it's predictable. Like it's you a necessity. know yeah. that you have to have X amount every single month. And what I like to do, actually, and I've told a couple clients this, is if you look at just your hard cost, and if, let's say, the total for your living, utilities, you know, your kid's school, let's say it comes to $4,000 a month. Well, divide it by the number of days, and you should be bringing in 4000 divided by 30 days, 31 days, however many days, at least that amount of money with your efforts that day to cover that day's living expense. So it starts you off like, okay, you're entering today, tomorrow's Tuesday. Tuesday, you are going to enter in with a deficit at the very beginning of the day because this is your breakdown for the cost of living. And so from that deficit, then you can say, okay, well, if I, my wages, take your salary of what you make and divide it by the 30 days, is that what you're currently doing to see approximately how much margin you have each day for the additional spending? Yes. So in other words, the, any additional spending is looking at really what adds value and brings me joy. Mm. And everybody will be different. Mm-hmm. So I'll use my mom as an example. Nails is not a thing that excites her. Going to a nursery and buying plants excites her. So there's no judgment in it. It's it's what adds value and brings you joy. So it's not that you can't do those things uh, without shame. It's just looking at what is most important to you, what is not important to you, and letting that go. That's good. And I think if we're all honest with ourselves, I think a lot of our spending— comes out of a place of either emotional spending. Mm-hmm. I know I'm guilty of that. I think if, every American is. If you have a bad day, you go out and spend money and you yes. think it's going to make you better. Yes. You feel better. Um, but the other piece of the puzzle is, is we spend because we're with a group of people who are spending, right? So it's like influence. Mm-hmm. So you have the emotional spending. You've got just your influence spending, which means you're just spending because you're with people who are spending. Um, and so I think that's the thing is you have to be aware of What is the driving force behind Mm. why I'm spending? So for you, removing the Sonic, the pretzel. The pretzel. Right? Simple. From your day, like after a while, I can see that you would just be like, oh, no, I can do this. I've I've driven by it before. I don't have to get it. And it it eventually becomes your way of being. Yes. You're only spending money on the things that bring you joy. It is. And the thing is, I'm 51 years old. And (laughs) I wish these are things that I had done sooner. I'm learning so much and I'm proud of myself and it's simple mm-hmm. and you want to keep it simple. I do a Google Drive document. I'm not a worksheet person. If you're a worksheet person, put it in a worksheet. Um, if you want to open up your notes app, open up your notes app, but keep it simple mm-hmm. so it doesn't take much time and observe it and learn from it. Um, and even as a couple, I think it's such a healthy exercise to do as a couple. One, for complete vulnerability and transparency as to how you're spending your money, but also as a way to say, hey, here's mine, and we'll do a shared drive, and you write yours down so we Mm. can see where our money is actually going on a monthly basis. I personally, I hate the word budget. I hate feeling restricted. I hate the thought of, like, you can only spend X. 
But I love it if you look through the lens of trending spending, because really I'm just trying to understand why I'm spending what I'm spending on what. What? Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. And each person is different. Everyone's different. Mm -hmm. I find it so interesting that if you ask people what they value the most, I always say you can match it up. You should be able to match it up with how they're spending their money. Yes. But most of the time that, that won't happen. No, and it, Amazon, and I know people watching can relate. Mm-hmm. It is one of those things that is so simple. And it, and the world we live in makes it so simple to shop. Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, all of that. And I'm a reactionary person. I know that. I like instant gratification. So it is harder for me. It is a, it is a decision that I look at and I want that instant gratification. And now I'm like, let me just set that aside wait 24 to 48 hours. And if it's still important to me, I'll look at it differently. Um, And that's not easy. (laughs) That's not easy work. It's easier said than done. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. But I do love that 24-hour rule. I actually apply that when I'm shopping online. And I'll Mm -hmm. say, I love it at this very second. But if I put it in my cart for 24 hours, a couple things can happen. I can look at it tomorrow and not be so in love with it. (laughs) Or it may go on sale. So (laughs) either is a win-win for me. So I think that, you know what, (laughs) taking some time to actually process Mm -hmm. the reason behind the spend, Mm -hmm. you'll be a lot less likely to just blow money as quickly as you have in the past. Just being more aware. Just, yes. It's the awareness comes, makes me more accountable because it leads to the acknowledgement. Mm -hmm. And that's not always fun and easy to look at, but there doesn't have to be shame in it. And that's been a hard lesson for me to learn. But in learning it, it's really brought me joy. It's amazing. And I think just having a worksheet, which I know we're working on for our audience Mm -hmm. of the trending spending so that they can do this exercise at home. The objective being that every single day you should be trying to end up in the green Mm -hmm. rather than in the red. So when you look at your hard cost of living and you take into account how much you're actually making that day, which spread your salary over the month each day. Then you see, okay, well, I'm ahead already just with my hard cost living, looking at my salary. This is how much I have extra additional Mm -hmm. money to spend that day. Or you may have picked up extra money from somewhere or gotten extra money that'll leave you in the green for that day. Mm -hmm. With the objective being that you should have more green days than red days. Yes. Yes. And and I look at it and I'm like, why do I need to spend today? I know. I I mean, like. I'm good. Right. Isn't it funny? I sometimes challenge myself to go and pick a day a week to where I don't spend anything. Yeah. On anything. Yeah. That's not easy. It's not. I mean, you almost have to stay home. And I do. Yeah. It's not bad either. (laughs) No, it's not. Because in in today's world, um, and with 78% of American homes having some type of debt, and I believe that's only increasing, mm-hmm. um, is in the way that we carry it, it, there's a lot of shame. And if you're listening, I know you can relate, is to really just start looking at where is that money going and why. The why is really, really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think once you can dial into the why, it actually uncovers deeper things that probably you can address once you get there. Which yeah, that's a whole other topic. There is. It's right? a lot of emotions. Yeah, a lot yeah. of emotions that are driving the spending. So a lot of people are probably like, well, why would we ever need this? You know, what if our spending is fine? We're not in debt. We've got great jobs. We don't really need to go through this process. I actually think it's fun. I don't see it as something that you have to wait till you're in debt to start this. Yeah. I think it's something of the more aware you are of who you are and why you are the way you are, 
it just kind of opens up doors in every other area of your life. Yeah. And so I know that, you know, some of the calls that we've had this week, Cindy, and I know you can relate. I know I can relate because I've been there, is that you can have everything under control and it can all change in one single day. And to be quite honest, I think some of the phone calls, I know for me, it's been heartbreaking Mm -hmm. to hear this week, Mm -hmm. like emotionally heartbreaking of what is happening in the real world, right? Behind this screen, behind this podcast of people listening and what they're dealing with and feeling this overwhelming shame and guilt and not knowing how to handle it. And so a couple of them that I can recall sounded very similar, which is, hey, I've worked for XYZ for a long time. And now they're no longer in existence and I'm used to this and it's completely off the table because we're not getting paid this month. And that's a hard thing to have to have a conversation with. I mean, I can remember the day we were in the mortgage broker business and literally, Cindy, I can remember down to the second, I know where I was. I know when the phone call happened and they said, sorry, guys, there's no loans that are going to fund today. All the banks have shut down. And I'm like, well, what do you mean all the banks have shut down? Like, not, we're both mortgage possible. brokers. Yeah, yeah. Like, we have deals closing today. That can't happen. But in one single day, our whole life changed. And it's not like we could go home and sell the houses and get rid of the nanny and get rid of the cars. It, you can't do all that. No. And so for a lot of people, what are you hearing right now when they're saying this? And how are you responding when hey, I'm not even getting a paycheck this month, and this is a company I've been with for 20 years. Yeah, and and that's me. So I found out in, woo, I started, there were 12 days, 12 days before that everything about my income was changing. And I am not the only person that has been affected by that. And my heart breaks, um, breaks for me, and for so many women that their whole life has changed um, within 12 days. So it's a big deal. Um, and please know you're not alone. Mm-hmm. If that's, however, I mean, your story may not be like mine or, or like Amber's, but there's been significant change um, because there's been so much change in the world. Mm-hmm. And you're not alone. It's I just keep saying that over and over again because— Because it feels lonely. It feels very lonely. It affects every part of your life. And that was me. And I know I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, you know, I get messages from people that are, their life is forever. They don't know what to do. They're frozen. They're stuck. And so my heart goes out to them. My heart goes out to anybody Mm -hmm. that is dealing with uh, the decisions that they have to make moving forward. And you feel frozen and you feel stuck. Um, so one of the exercises that I'm doing is, is seeing where my money goes because before I didn't have to worry about that when I believe it's something I should have been doing then. No, it's good. And I think it's something that once you see the power of it for so many other reasons, you'll continue it throughout your life. And I think that's really what we want to hit home with today is that training spending doesn't have to be a tool that's used when you get to a place where your income falls off the table. Do it now. Do it now. Mm-hmm. Know your whys. Mm-hmm. What brings you joy? Is that where you're putting your money? And then you're able to really know truly, what do I need to live? What do I really need to get by and to live and to bring me joy? I think all of us would be shocked with what that really looks like versus what we thought it looked like. That, yeah, that's me. I'm like the content, 
of realizing that I don't need everything that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what it's going to look like for a year from now. And I don't, I don't have to worry about that right now. I literally, it is not easy for me. And maybe you're listening. It's not easy for you to take it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. And that's a cliche, um, but it's daggum true. It is true. And I admire you, Cindy, Thank by the you. way. Thank I watched you. you for years from afar, and I know how successful that you were and what you brought to the table for the company you were with. So it, I always see things as like, and my coach has always told me throughout my life that, you know, when you look behind you and for all of the, you know, anger and <laughs> frustration and uncertainty, and you're like, how could this ever happen? Because I've asked those questions myself in our situation. I think what you have to flip the script there too is, wow, everything that I did until that point has gotten me to this. And if I can use what I'm walking through to help so many others, which I know you already have mm-hmm. and are continuing to do, um, then it makes it all worth it. And I think that's what we don't realize is that, you know, the reason you and I are able to sit here today, are able to have our first annual like brainstorm bash with the entire um, life after debt team mm-hmm. is just kind of like this moment of, all right, here we are. Yeah. Here we are. We've walked away of from everything that we've known. And we're now taking everything that we've known to help others and create spaces that come with no shame or guilt to help you walk through hard seasons because we can relate. We've been there. So I am just super excited to hear. And I I know that people will have questions around this trending spending. Mm -hmm. So just to keep it like the simplest form, it's not a budget. It's more of just a conscious way of being aware of why you're spending where and what brings you joy. And then once you have those things hammered out, I think it's going to shed some light and open up some conversation opportunities, whether it's relationally, mm-hmm. personally, may even need a therapist to pull in there for such I time. highly recommend that. <laughs> One of best gifts. This is feeling very much like a Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that we can have so much fun doing this. Even talking about but, topics like yes. this, Yes, and when I put down my therapist on my paper, which I will next week, yes. I will go. <laughs> <laughs> that will be my emoji. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I hope this has encouraged a lot of you, and I cannot wait to share this tool with you. You'll look for it. We'll give it as a free resource, mm-hmm. both on our websites, which is reducemydebts.com. And I want to encourage those of you who are still at a standstill and have not reached out to us, it, uh, it's just a call. And mm-hmm. just really being vulnerable enough to ask for help, which is not easy, by the way. I have a hard time asking for help myself. So please know, we are just as human as you guys are. And it does take a lot to ask, but there's so much power. Mm. There's so much freedom that comes in just reaching out. And we love having these conversations and actually going through these worksheets with yes. people. Yeah. And, and this is something that you've said to me is, in the asking for help is is uh, the break where the breakthrough comes. That's right. And um, it's not easy, but our job, and I hate to use the word job, our privilege mm-hmm. is to sit in that um, diff- difficult, what can be a difficult space and hold a space for you. Um, and I'm privileged and honored to be able to do that with you. 
Yeah, it's fun to do as a team too. I think these stories, every single day we're seeing it pretty much ramp up with what's happening in the economy. And while we're getting ready to go into the holidays, I can't think of a better time to put this into practice. So it's going to free up some cash flow for you and your family for spending on the things that bring you joy, which should be your family and gifting those that you love. Um, But most importantly, to set you up for going into the new year. So, well, thanks so much for being here today, Cindy and for being vulnerable and sharing. My hope is that a lot of people will hear this podcast. They'll come up with some great ideas to do their own trending spending tool at their house. But especially leading into the holidays and prepping for 2024, my desire is that people go into next year with a lot more financial knowledge than they leave 2023 with. And so anything that we can give them and arm them with or fill their toolbox with I just know that's going to help propel them out of debt and flip their script in this new season. So I guess until next time, thanks so much, and we'll see you soon. Bye.